Jim Elliott, one of the uh, five missionaries who was martyred while attempting to take the gospel to the Aka Indians when he was 19 years old, he wrote in his journal in Shadow of the Almighty, great book if you've never read it, how he lacked the fervency and the vitality and the life and prayer that he longed for. And then he says, cold prayers, like cold suitors, are seldom effective in their aims. I like that line. Cold prayers, like cold suitors, are seldom effective in their aims. And you know, I don't know about you, but often I find my prayer life being kind of ho-hum. You know, yeah, God bless us, I'm bless us, I'm get through my list here, i got things to do, you know. And out the door we go. And whenever I'm like that, I, I just have to ask God, God, shake off the lethargy of my heart. Eternal matters are at stake here. There are souls who could spend eternity in heaven or hell. And I don't understand the, the interplay between the sovereign plan of God who is eternal and, and has his plan all worked out and the fervent prayers of his saints. But I know that the Bible says he works them all together. And he is pleased to use the heartfelt appeal of his saints in order that his elect would come to salvation. Jesus said that in that great parable in Luke 18, where he tells about the, the unjust judge, and the woman keeps bugging him and bugging him. And he says, even though the man is, you know, he doesn't care about the woman or her request, just to get him, get her off of his back, he's going to grant the request. It's a funny parable. And then he, he says this, Shall not God bring about justice for his elect? who cry to him day and night, and will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will bring about justice for them speedily. God's sovereignty, man's responsibility to pray to God, and God uses it all to bring about his sovereign plan. It's uh, a mystery. But our prayers should have our heart in them. And if we're cold, repent of it and go before God. And then secondly, we approach God not just with our hearts, but with all our minds. And I see that Judah's appeal here. He didn't cast reason to the wind. He's arguing like a lawyer his case before the bar here. And um, he had seen glimpses of this man's compassion, and he's going for it. He knows, yeah, I've gotten a little hint this man is nice. He gave us our money back. He asked about our father. Ah, that's my route. I'm going to appeal to him about my dear old father, and I'm going to get what I'm after here. And so he goes before him like a an attorney who has thought out his case very carefully and knows how to win his case by arguing it. And, you know, those are the kind of prayers that God honors where you can say, God, I appeal to your character. In your word, you reveal yourself as being loving, kind and, and merciful and a God who is, is compassionate. And, Lord God, here is the situation, and not because of me, but because of your son, Jesus, I come before you and I plead my case based on this promise in your word. Oh, God loves those kind of prayers. And those are the kind of prayers that get answered. And that's how we should pray when we come before God. It's like an attorney arguing our case to come before him with his promises. And God delights, as Jesus said, to bring about justice speedily for his elect who so cry out to him.